This fantasy football sleepers edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by IP vanish. IP vanish is the official VPN of SGPN. They're offering 70% off. If you go to IPvanish.com slash SGP, that's IPvanish.com slash SGP. And make sure to check out our new discord server. The perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Hey everybody, Joe Thiesman here. You're listening to SGPN. So do this. Let it ride. To the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean, second the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. Uh, well, Sean, it's uh, it's beautiful. It's football. It's all I can think about is football. 100% football. I am a football guy through and through. Listen to those trumpets, Blair. Oh man, this is you could make a case. This is the most fun part of the football season because there's unlimited hope. Nothing is stopping you right now. Middle of the summer. Hey, if you're betting on football right now. Get down on those NFL futures. Make sure you head over to sports podcast.com slash win bet. Get in on your uh, $50 bet, $200 in free bets. And of course the ultimate fantasy football experience for every $500 bet on sports casino between now and the end of July. Get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at the Encore Beach Club, including two nights stay at the Winter Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries allowed. Again, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. And hey, if you're betting baseball, smallest amount of juice in the game over at Win. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at WinBet. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know is gambling problem, call. 1-800-522-4700. Fantasy sleepers, huh? Fantasy sleepers, Ryan. These these players laying dormant in the field. <laughs> Some are deep sleepers. The hallowed ground. Coma. Canton, Ohio. They're just completely knocked out, unconscious. Fantasy sleepers. Uh format wise, we're gonna do it the same as our fantasy bus. If you haven't checked out that episode, uh, that was really fun. We've also done our like top 10 uh, list. So maybe you see some crossover here in the sleepers and top 10, at least for me, I go against the grain. I mean, Mm. honestly, to the fantasy community, does everyone, I mean, you look at like, well, Sean, here are my rankings and here are the um, expert consensus rankings. And there's like anyone three ADP difference. Anyone who knows anything about an efficient marketplace, it's never wise to completely they find really, yourself they isolated the, from an efficient market. And when you have an efficient market, like ADP is, especially with sleeper and the dynasty and the best and the best ball. Yeah. I mean, I think I get the angle for wanting to be low risk, but again, uh, those are the same fucking nerds after their, their Twitch streams and their, and their stream yards closed up for the day. They're heading out to their account to get that sweet, sweet t- <laughs> CDs are back. Sean 2%. Let's go. Three percent, baby. That, that's what. Oh, three. Go cool. find me a three percent, and I'm I'm there tomorrow. That, <laughs> that's what these guys are, though. Yes. And uh, yeah, it is funny because we will be at a fantasy expo. Yeah. Uh, I I think I think the the date on draft day is uh, simmering in, so I'm gonna be fresh off of that. And there, we're gonna have our hot hot takes on guys we don't oh, hot, have. Hot, hot, hot. 
Maybe oh, t-shirts. Do we have a t-shirt made? Zeke is in a top 50 fantasy <laughs> running back. Ask me anything. Oh man, that is great. Yeah, d- tons of Just new Zeke shirts. With the sp- tons of new shirts uh coming every day over at store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. If you have ideas for shirts mm. from the show <laughs> that you want on there, uh submit them. Email those in merch at sgpn.io. Always open to new ideas. If you're like, hey, I need a uh, thank you for participating in the sports yes. gambling podcast, Jake. Uh, whatever it is, we're open. Uh, and uh, Jake's and been killing it with the merch. If you're an OG guy too, anything we need to remember from the past that we should be turning into a yes, T-shirt. <laughs> Pac-Man. I want to get a Pac-Man Jones, <laughs> just like the Pac-Man logo, and just yes, sir, is coming out oh, of his mouth, Jake. So many, so many ideas. That's for the transcript, so Jake knows where there's there's <laughs> things to find. All right, let's uh, kick it off again. Similar format as the uh, bus. We're gonna give out our all sleeper team: quarterback, two running backs, three receivers, tight end, and of course a flex. Ryan, I'll let you have the honors. Aww. I think if you've been listening to the best ball drafts, you can probably guess who my sleeper quarterback is. But I'll let you have the uh, I'll let you have the honors. Well, Sean. It, this is going to be a little. If you say Daniel Jones, I'm unplugging the entire show. This is going to be a little awkward, because when I think sleeper, you know, I could have come in here and said, you know, I, I think Derek Carr is going to be a really fine quarterback. He's fallen outside the top twelve ADP. That's certainly a fun, a fun angle. Yeah, give us your. I could, I could even be like, hey, you know, there's a my lot... quarterback's QB seventeen. Okay, there's a lot of reason to be excited about a guy like Trevor Lawrence, the yeah. quarterback whisperers that in town. That sounds like a sleeper. Jameis Winston, we love talking about Jameis Winston, but I'm going real sleeper all the way down the board. Wow, below Jared Goff, ADP, Daniel Jones, oh the situation, God, the oh, rushing dude, floor, is, the ru- shut is, your fucking mouth right now and this let me finish. Bad. Because here's the, there's two things I'm going to enlighten you to. One, Danny Dimes, he is no more. Daniel Jones, no more. I I didn't this even have is, his sound drop on the main th- page. I this man, this man is called Dan Jones. All right, maybe Danny, but mostly Dan. Here's the case: the situation has gotten insanely uh, relative to what it was last year, which is what what some teams are walking into. They have an offensive line that is, if nothing else, very repaired. They have a mind who's going to utilize some of the talent they have around. Saquon Barkley, Kadarius Tony, and the dude's gonna run. We're gonna see him score some touchdowns, Sean. Objectively speaking, of course, because the Kramer gang is listening. There's gonna be some rushing touchdowns here, and I will say this: as an objective, this is a guy who is going undrafted in two quarterback leagues. Rightly so, Daniel that's Jones insane. never no. more than two rushing touchdowns. That, that's and brand so you're new projecting coach. a career year. I am. I will say, what's his career total in rushing touchdowns? Five. Five. He will have. He will more than double his career total. He will oh, more. I'll take th- that action. He will more than double his career total this year. So you're saying he's going to have more than ten rushing touchdowns? Yeah, it's a hot take. No, he's going to. He's going to have more than five. He's going to have. We've been doing the show for uh, almost eleven years. This is. What's this the is wager? one of the worst who, takes. What's well, all right? I mean, throw your guy out, and then we can bet head to head who finishes higher. Okay. Uh, this is a guy who's going to be starting 17 games. A guy who's yep. shown Check. flashes. Uh, well, I don't think Daniel Jones is starting 17 games. He's back. He's out of the chair. He's out of the he's, chair. He's, he's walking. He has feeling in all four limbs. Actually, five if you ask some of his teammates. Quarterback 17, ADP 140.6. His offensive lineman, Jason Peters, no. just said, Jason Peters, uh, first ballot Hall of Famer. Quote: Justin Fields got better every game last year. This is a man who has potential. Now, that's Ryan, a pro statement right there. Thank you for s- sending me this nugget. No, yeah. uh, because all the few RPO plays that Matt Nagy ran again was not running nearly enough RPO no. stuff for Justin Fields. He averaged more than seven yards per play. I actually think they ran the least the number. Yeah, of RPOs. Uh, new offensive coordinator Luke Getzey. He comes from Green Bay, where he increased the amount of RPO by a wide margin. But it doesn't show up as QB rushing yards because it, you know Rodgers isn't going to actually ever give you that true run option in the RPO. And uh, this guy, he left Green Bay in 2018 to go and coach under Joe Moorhead. Again, another big time RPO guy. Hell State, Hell State. 
You may remember quarterback Nick Fitzgerald carried the ball 221 times, 1121 yards, 5.1 yards per carry. I mean, actually, I have a furthermore because I didn't actually. I, you're, you're, I didn't finish writing out the complete note. Yes, he, it, it was actually his least efficient overall rushing year, uh, like per carry, but his most by volume. Yeah, and so the willing, like the number of carries, w- really stood out to me in terms of like, you know, I, I guess as a complete hater of Justin Fields, <laughs> I will have to admit that this. This certainly would give me some level of hope. The problem is the team around him really sucks. So uh, that 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 be what it is. I, I appreciate you throwing him out there. I'll so happily- he had and, and he had last year, even in only ten games started, four hundred and twenty rushing yards, uh, two touchdowns, and you know Daniel Jones is he had Daniel Jones did have four hundred twenty three yards and one touchdown in fourteen games started, but Daniel Jones has never even come close to numbers like that. And if we're expecting an increase. In rushing, which I am expecting in this Justin Fields offense, you point out maybe like, hey, his offensive line isn't good. I think that actually helps you. Like, I think this Bears team could be playing from behind. We saw Jalen Hurts, especially early in the season when the Eagles were getting blown out, rack up a ton of garbage fantasy points. And I think that's the season we're going to be seeing from Justin Fields. And I think also there's there is a you know like five percent chance. He makes a crazy jump in year two. Very small chance, but it's in the realm of possibilities. QB seventeen with a very high rushing floor all day. Just it's in the range of possible outcomes. Of course, it is. Lots of things are in the range. I would say Daniel Jones in the MVP conversation is not in the range of possibilities because we've seen we've seen Daniel Jones for the the the, I would I mean again objectively the difference is that Daniel Jones has started thirty plus games but we know what he is you at least have things you can point to as to okay so they go from Jason Garrett which is like negative twenty light years from now to to Brian Dable who at a minimum is doing modern stuff I think I think modern stuff is happening right yeah Dable I think think will run a better scheme you're running an aggressive defensive scheme which actually to your point on the the garbage time or whatever there could be opportunity where you're you're out on the field a little bit more because your defense is playing aggressively we saw what happened to a wink defense in Baltimore last year if the back end doesn't hold up we'll get to that when we talk uh, New York Giants preview, but that could be the weakness of this defense. So I think I think they're actually very similar guys. The difference is there's optimism around the players and the coaches yeah. in New York and in Chicago. Like who's the number two target? Who's the number three target? Oh I, oh, I thought you were going to say optimism around the player, meaning Justin Fields. I don't know if there is. Well, maybe it's around optimism around, around Daniel Jones. No, around the players around him. I'm saying like you can point to it and say, oh, Saquon's in a contract year. Oh. Maybe Dayball can figure out the best way to deploy Kadarius Tony yards after the catch. Just things that will make the the offense tick that isn't just you know Daniel Jones balling out. Whereas I think Justin Fields has to ball out himself because I don't know who's helping him. You get like because I don't think they're going to be a smash mouth team because the offensive line isn't going to be good enough. Well, I, th- I think Khalil Herbert's talented. I think David Montgomery still has stuff left in the tank. I think Cole Komet's, Cole Komet's not yeah. horrible. Uh, I mean, you want Mooney. I mean, I I just think it's I, not a great offensive roster uh, compared to the Giants. I mean, if we're comparing to the Giants, right? But I think he, Dan, they, I think Justin Fields is a noticeably better quarterback, and that's what my yeah. And I would say every other category of players is, is sure. Probably. And I would just say in fantasy, normally it's you know, especially with a rushing quarterback, it's the quarterback carrying the team to success, especially in fantasy. I don't, I can't really think of a successful fantasy quarterback that. Was very bad as a quarterback, so, but was carried by the players around. Him. Let, let me ask you this. Well, I certainly think it can help from a touchdown perspective. Um, but let me ask you this then. We're, I don't think either of uh, we're not talking about guys you're drafting as like a single quarterback. But I mean, this is the kind of guy you have. You should be taking a backup with with legs. Yeah. But n- not named Trey Lance. No, I. I yeah. I so mean, I respect the uh, theory and your approach. Yeah, I just don't. Yeah, I I'm just completely out. The idea that Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley have career years, I'm betting oh, against that. What happens? Oh. No, I'm betting against Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones having okay. both having but career those breakout are, years. That's fair for you to do. Yeah, that's fair. All right, moving on. <laughs> Running back. I can't believe you picked Daniel Jones. What do you mean? He's gonna have a great year. He's gonna finish top twelve fantasy quarterback. All right. And and he will definitely beat uh, Justin Fields, who right. doesn't start seventeen games. All right, running back one, J.K. Dobbins. 
may have cheated a little bit here. He's right around the uh, the fringe of the top twenty four running backs. Sure, you don't want to put Jonathan Taylor in your sleeper category. Uh, he's Ryan. pretty. He's pretty good too. Look, uh, we've been knocking on this guy's door all off season. I think what sixth round, maybe even seventh round. We started the best ball season. He's probably up to your your. I, I like the idea of J.K. Dobbins, but we would be remiss not to talk about the the recent stuff with Ian Rappaport where. Ian Rappaport said he might not be ready week one, and then yeah. he calls out Ian Rappaport. I feel like what is what has the history been of people reporting stuff, players calling them out, and then That's it not now normally in my head normally it's the um, failed the drug test for PEDs. They're gonna challenge it. The reporters don't know what they're talking about. But I I do get a little worried when I see you know Ian Rappaport saying Dobbins might not start week one. Not worried at all. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I think the reason that you come out as a player and say that is you you probably look at a guy like Ian Rappaport and like what the fuck like imagine Sean this guy's reporting on you you're a fucking peak athlete you're not gonna fucking chirp at him back hey cocksucker what do you know about this fucking no I, oh, so I here's the thing I don't doubt that J.K. Dobbins believes in his heart of hearts that one he's a dog and that too he's yeah. going to be ready week Rappaport's 1. Rappaport's been wrong before. I I'm I'm slightly worried that there is enough smoke here that that's concerning. Then I'll uh I'll happily take Gus Edwards later. But yeah, no, I, I all all systems no, I mean, go he for should, this offense. He should be he should be good. I'm just saying. All system systems go for this offense and I think you know may, maybe he does he's a first round running back. If things click, and that's the bottom line, you no, can still I, get him in the fifth round. The only thing round. that's slightly scary is the injury stuff. No, and he had a long. I mean, he got hurt no, early. He got hurt early. He should be fine. I'm just saying, why does Ian Rappaport come out with that? Because he's it's a slow news day. <laughs> that's also true. Yeah, all it's right. Not it's not training camp yet. These news stories almost have to be. It's hard to ignore them, <laughs> and I love looking. There's nothing at them, else but, to click on. <laughs> Uh, anyway, but, but uh, like on field stuff, like the, the, you know, you, you, it's the efficiency stuff. We saw how good he was. And so if, if the sample increases, like it should Gus Edwards still there to eat. We love the, the Rutgers product, but I mean, again, this is one of those, like he pops up and all of a sudden we see he has 17, 18 touchdowns because Baltimore's back and they're in the red zone the most. And what will anyone tell you about a running back? You want to correlate it to how good the offense is. The offense is in the red zone. You're going to score more touchdowns. If the offense is in the red zone and you're the Baltimore Ravens and you want to run the ball 70% of the time this year, which who knows, then I, I love the the situation and the amount of touchdowns they could score on the ground as a team this year. So now my running back, he is a sleeper by any uh, <laughs> definition of the term sleeper, Isaiah Spiller right now, oh. running back 44 and Ryan, you, you, I don't like this. Cause you are the fucking grim reaper. You're going to, you're going to hurt Austin Eckler. No, I'm not. I'm not going to hurt Austin Eckler. I've not predicted. I've not accurately predicted a um, Austin Eckler injury. I'm slightly worried about it because last year, last year was the only year he had a only year in his career where he he played the entire season. I'm slightly worried about it, and I think the Chargers are slightly worried about. That's why they drafted Isaiah Spiller. Now, um, Eckler had 20 touchdowns last year. I think. I think Spiller is going to get some. You throw in the and again, I'm not normally drafting these guys with the idea of like, okay, he's gonna get hurt, blah blah blah. But I do think you know Austin Eckler, given his history and the fact that the Chargers drafted Spiller, I think he's someone in your redraft league or even in best ball, hundred percent taking taking a shot on him. And I think even in this offense, again, you talk about an offense that's gonna be good, an offense that's gonna put up points, an offense that likes throwing the ball. Spiller can catch the ball. I agree with that. And 100%. and and uh as far as like carries vacated, Justin Jackson was the clear number two last year. He's gone. That's ninety-three touches right there that could be going to my man Isaiah Spiller. I, I, you throw that in with a reduced Eckler workload, yeah, and we have okay. a we have a viable running back here. They did draft uh, Larry Roundtree the third last year. Someone we have stashed away in our dynasty team. Perhaps they're just a smart franchise who understands that you should probably draft a running back in rounds three through six every year just to keep cycling through them, but. I no, I think it, it's a clear path, right? Because if you have the starting running back with Justin Herbert, you win your league. And if you have him drafted in the 16th round 
or whatever the twentieth round, whatever round. I I'll say this: when I'm out in Vegas doing the the high stakes FFPC league, Sean. Yes. I I'm trying to think who will be the first handcuff off the mm. board. It's probably you know Madison's oh not not the guys who are like committee. You're not sure, but the true handcuff. Madison's always kind of like an interesting first shot at that, but I think I think we could see Spiller be a number well, two. And, I, and yeah, I think he could. In Which a means you're taking him in like the thirteenth round in a managed league. I think there might be some weeks where you start him even if Eckler is mm. a go. Yeah, that will be interesting if he, if he gets that kind of work early. All right, my next one. Yep, Chase second Evans. running back. We we've kind of debated yeah. this on the best. He's kind of he's kind of been rising up my ranks. I, initially, I was kind of out, but yeah, take it away. It's 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 a it starts with a narrative play, right? You follow the money and you realize, okay, they're invested in this guy, the system. Uh, we understand it's Shanahanian. Is that how you say it? Shanahanian. It's uh, it's gonna do really well during the regular season and produce maximum efficiency and find a way to shit the bed in the playoffs. Two is the perfect quarterback for it. Uh, <laughs> it really is. But like with with the weapons they have and, and the style of offense, you could see them running those wide zone runs and Tyree Kill flashing across in motion or Waddle and just those big gains popping open. And we've seen Chase Edmonds now. I will caution Chase Edmonds, similar to J.K. Dobbins, there is injury risk there, but I just don't think where 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 Chase Edmonds is going, and I'm gonna pull it up, Sean. Uh, he's going uh, 34th amongst amongst running backs, 91st overall, and at that price, you can't get too many people with this kind of ceiling. The ceiling's super high. Period. Yeah, I mean we. It's that it's the offense combined with the fact that we've seen him have huge games before. Although also a fellow Jersey legend, Sean, I, I'm gotta keep you keep reminding you of that. But he's just going. He's especially if you're doing best ball right now, he's way cheap. I think when redraft comes along, this is going to be a guy you're going to be able to stash as your fourth or fifth running back and feel super smart when he's the guy. Yeah. No. I, again, I mean, um, what is think about things like Raheem Mostert has done at times. Like, imagine that. No, there's and he really is a definitely not tracer. It's not <laughs> tracer. He is. He is a crazy ceiling in that offense. And again, that's why I'm kind of out on Tyreek. And I think Waddle is interesting from a PPR play because the more I think about it, imagine t I I just don't see two fantasy receivers and yeah. the crazy running workload that they're going to have. Just taking shots at Tyreek. Melvin Gordon oh, nice. is my second running back, uh, running back 36, ADP 97.2. Now, we were early on the Javante Williams trains last year. The idea was like, hey, Melvin Gordon's kind of washed. Still like him. Melvin Gordon. I, I like Javante Williams as a player, 100%. His athleticism is really interesting. Yeah. First off, there's a ton of mouths to feed in, in, uh, in Denver. One. And Melvin Gordon's going seven rounds later than Javante Williams. I think this is going to be the more and more I. See uh, and read and just kind of process. I think this is could be 50 50 split. The fact that people have Javante Williams, like they take him in the first or second round, to me is is crazy. Can I one up you? Sure. Because I I think and I, he he certainly is a great pick. And we were we we're we were both heavy on Javante Williams early in this year's process. Yeah. But what did we learn, you know, as the the interweb started diving into the Russell Wilson experience? He loves guys who he loves. Yeah. And he we we think he might love Cortland Sutton more than Jerry Judy because Cortland Sutton is a man of the cloth. Well, guess what? Motherfucker, they're both from they both went to Wisconsin. Oh, really? I didn't even do oh. that. And I, I mean, you don't think there's a little bit I mean, to your point and I I I made a phone call, called called our friends out in Fort Collins. Sean. Really? And uh, you know, just more to hear, like, what are people saying on the radio in Denver? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boots on the ground. The, uh, no one knows period. No one knows who's yeah, going to be the starter. So uh, if I, I gotta be honest, uh, Russ it, has, let's say it's a coin toss. You don't want the guy that you can get seven rounds later. You don't. And you don't, and if you're Russ, you don't want the guy. I mean, right. I haven't they even played together. I haven't they even played together in 2011. Come on. All right, Ryan, open up the Slack channel. Maybe you can oh, get it's called this Discord now. Well, oh, for behind oh, the office oh. uh, stuff. And make sure you check out the Discord. Uh we got some live audio stuff coming uh sportsgamblingpodcast.com/discord. I just sent you the uh Instagram that I oh, I wanted oh. to get your reaction on air. Maybe you can pull oh. it up 
in the video. Sean, I'm, I, I already watched this. Come on. You know, I have some, I'm <laughs> not on watching. social media, but I somehow get all the good sand running clips. And Melvin Gordon is in Timberlands, just chopping up this sand and dominating. Dude, he's a dog. And and he's somewhere nice. They played 16 games together last year, Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. In those 16 games, Melvin Gordon outscored him 10 times. I think what we have Ten. here is the nerds really watch the dynasty nerds I, who I, have Javante yes. Williams on their dynasty team. I, I realized it too. Like I'm I'm like ranking this guy higher because I like him. I like his play, but dude, Melvin Gordon, they re-signed Melvin Gordon with the new coaching staff. They in a weird yeah, way. Because Russ wanted him. Because they went to school together, because they're fucking friends. In a weird way, they're more committed to Melvin Gordon than they are Javante Williams. They didn't yeah. draft Javante Williams. They did resign True. Melvin Gordon for two and a half million. New coaching staff gets weird with that kind of stuff. We're seeing it with yeah. puts it possibly with Khalil Herbert too. Uh, oh yeah, the Bro. friend the friend angle. I I'm disappointed in myself that I didn't stumble into that sooner. How do we not find that sooner? I Ryan, I had that same feeling. How do we not find this sooner when we learned about IP vanish because. We have been looking for a great uh, VPN to use. If you travel a bunch, doing uh, gambling, crypto, banking, if you're using like sketchy Wi-Fi at a coffee shop, like, it's very easy to have your password stolen, your web history uh, accessed. If you want to hide your location for uh, streaming, you can you can use it on a Fire Stick. Unlimited devices. Again, if you have not signed up with IPVanish, I don't know what you're doing. First off. Uh, 30 day money back guarantee. So if you try it out and you don't like it, uh, 30 day money back guarantee and 70% off their annual plan. So you're getting the annual plan for 30% ipvanish.com slash SGP ipvanish.com slash SGP Kramer. What do we got for your first receiver? Oh, well, so this is a weird collection, but I'll, I'll just start. This is kind of a basic one. Alan Lazard. Yeah. What are we doing here? I, yep. I, I don't have enough shares of him in best ball. He will. I mean, I know you love Bobby Tunyon. I love the idea of Aaron Jones catching a lot of passes, but yeah, I think it's going to be Lazard, Aaron Jones, and Bobby Tunyon carrying the De vacated Devonte Adams down the stretch after the week 13 bye. Yeah, those last he, few weeks he had a 16 percent target share, and that's with Devonte Adams and a 25 percent. So with only 16 percent of the team, the targets, he had 25 percent of the air yards. And a ten and an eight out of ten. So again, he's gonna he's gonna who else is running the routes down the field? I know we got the new guy, the rookie. Um, not sure if if Aaron Rodgers seems like the kind of guy that's not gonna exactly just immediately start throwing to a rookie. He hasn't really done that yet. Alan Lazard's the dude, and he's going he's going off like almost off the board. It, it's it's almost at a point where you're 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 debating third options on other teams. Yeah, I, I you're 120th overall, wide receiver 50, 121. How is he wide receiver ADP. 50? That's insane. If if Aaron Rodgers stays healthy, the likelihood of Alan Lazard being wide receiver 50 at the end of the year is zero. 0. 0.0. Yeah, I I'm I'm still just one. struggling to figure out why Lazard is is so far down. So yeah, that first sleeper uh, there's not, I mean that again, this is, this is potentially the problem with the off season is we're seeing these ADPs that are going to be much different. Yeah. Uh, for I do feel like people, uh, he'll be a riser for sure. Cause people are going to be like, Oh, he's the he. Well, is it cause in camp, we're going to hear about how Aaron, you know, Aaron Rodgers isn't getting along with, uh, <laughs> with uh, rookie Christian Watson. Like even when they get, they draft him a fucking receiver. He now yeah. he's upset about it. You know? All right, uh, my first fantasy football sleeper receiver. Give me Chris Olave, uh, wide receiver, forty six ADP well, one thirteen point two. I, I initially was like whatever on Olave, <laughs> but the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm going. You know, the Saints gave up a ton to get Chris Olave. Why would they do that? Well, they must not think they must not be super confident Michael Thomas is going to play, and they also brought in Jarvis Landry, who I don't think. Will be that hard for Olave to beat out? Different kind of receiver. Yeah, and and uh, and Different you have roles, yeah. uh, he could very well be the number one receiving option in this Saints offense with Jameis Winston, who again I'm high on, uh, especially from a fantasy point of view. They have eleven dome games. Like that, it's just going to add up to uh, great passing opportunities. And Olave, 
kind of a polished uh, prospect. I think we yeah. forgot about that, or at least I did, as the process went along. Oh, well, like, like he when the pads came off. Yeah, and they stopped playing football. These then, other receivers popped their heads. But up. Olave kind of has the makeup of like a professional receiver, 11th or better in yards per route run in two of the last three seasons, a minimum of 50 targets per PFF. And that was, you know, that was in that Ohio state offense, which had a lot of other competition for targets. So again, if you think it targets are a thing you earn by getting open and having trust with your quarterback, I think Jameis Winston really could fall in love with Chris Olave as a target uh, again, drafted him 113. He's He's definitely worth a shot. Like we always, we've seen back-to-back years now with a rookie receiver really kind of changing the landscape. What's his ADP? Uh, wide receiver forty-six. So yeah, a couple. Marquez Callaway was thirty-eight last year. I think. Make sure I didn't filter this wrong. But I mean, for reference, Marquez Callaway was forty-third last year. For reference, and he's nothing. Yeah, like he's a nothing prospect. That's not exciting. So. No, I'm I I the the upside case of Alave. Alan Lazard, by the way, finished 47th last year. That's crazy. He's going 50th this year. <laughs> and Devontae Adams. So they're left. basically he's getting drafted at the well, same Sean, spot. We need to draft forgot. more of him. What are we doing? I know. This we should have done this episode first. I know we really should have because now I'm looking back on some of my best ball Fuck, yeah. drafts and I'm like, God damn it, what was I why did I not have more Olave Winston. That's one. And why do I, do I not have more Rogers? Um, Lazard. Lazard. Yeah. And Tony, you can get him cheap too. All right. So you're you've given out a receiver. Yep. I'm now giving out wide receiver too. You got. All right. It. Marvin Jones. Here's the case. We we kind of had tickled ourselves with why, if Trevor Lawrence takes a step forward, maybe things can be okay. But even even if it's not, uh, this so. I I I've tripped into this stat and it just made, oh, it was it was shocking. Marvin Jones, fourteen hundred twenty-two air yards last year, eight hundred and twelve more than any other Jags receiver. <laughs> I understand they brought in Kirk and Evan Ingram and guys who won't pollute down the field. Uh, he's a professional wide receiver. We we talked about him a lot last off season and and what happened. He produced. Yeah, I mean the um, the one thing. That I really liked about Marvin Jones, or or thought was interesting, was the coaching connection um, last, last year. year. Yeah, so they don't have that this year, but Profe- I'm still professional. Yeah, and uh, going off uh, wide receiver seventy two. So now we're talking pop, maybe undrafted range of normal twelve team leagues. Yeah, and again, Kirk got a bunch of money, but he's going to be the slot guy. Evan Ingram. The slot. How's the slot? I, I don't know what he's gonna do. He was never super <laughs> successful in New York. Maybe he'll break out. But Marvin Jones is a dude who's just gonna be reliable and get open. And oh, by the way, he's got the chemistry with the quarterback. That matters. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, again, I, I need to be. I we're already kind of taking him in best ball, but yeah, yeah I, I think throw, I yeah. had him a uh, last. Uh, you gotta throw him out did, though, yeah. because if you're drafting, even in redraft, and you're light on receivers, grab Marvin Jones at the end I, again. Who do they play week one? Washington football team. Washington football team secondary is going to be a little ripe this year, so that could be a nice game for them. All right, uh, my second receiver. Give me and Primer also is very high on him. Also wanted him <laughs> on his sleeper list, but give me Rashad Bateman, receiver thirty-seven. So out of the top thirty-six, mm. just barely ADP eighty-six point four. Yeah, very easily the number one receiver in Baltimore could could go neck and neck with Andrews for target share. I mean, he's gonna he had sixty eight targets last year. Now, Marquise Brown, Sammy Watkins, and Devonta Freeman all gone. Two hundred and thirty seven vacated targets. That's mm. a lot, mm. uh, especially in an offense that you know you would think doesn't throw a ton. But Bateman, he could get one hundred and twenty targets. I would not be shocked, and. We were high on Bateman as a rookie. He unfortunately got uh, injured. Didn't play until week six. So again, if you're a rookie and you're not even getting those like early games, you're gonna have a slow season. And didn't receive over seventy percent of the snaps in the offense until week fifteen, which was all. Lamar Jackson was already ruled out for the year, so he had a very small window with Lamar Jackson. 
And it was a, it was a, it was kind of like a delayed rookie year because of the injuries. Uh, it's going to be tough to have a great rookie year if you're not starting early. But I, I'm super high on Rashad Bateman. And if you, if you, um, what's I'm blanking on his name, the reception perception guy. If you, if you read his analysis on why Bateman is profiles as someone who could break out this year, it's all about the fact that the Ravens are going to be a team that that are going to force you to play man coverage. They're going to force you to man up, and Bateman is so much better than Hollywood Brown in that man coverage scenario. And there is a scenario where Bateman is sitting on an island one on one with a cornerback in a, in a, in matchups that are going to be very easy for even a guy like Lamar Jackson to connect. So yeah, we're we're both super high on Bateman. I Bateman's one of those guys again. Just I wish we let's make a note for next year. Let's do the sleepers <laughs> first. Sleepers and busts first. Yeah, exactly. Then it will, will inform the top ten. All right. Uh, so this is my third one. Yep, third R- receiver. Uh, I mean, and uh, he. I would say this guy is super interesting going off at wide receiver 44, 106 uh, is the ADP. He is going to be Tom Brady's number two receiver for a, a good chunk. It sounds like Godwin. Th- there's no sure thing here. Russell gauge. Yeah. They signed, they went out and got him. We've heard the stories, right? He's one of these professional professional receivers goes out, runs really crisp. Well, Brady wanted him, right? I mean, why, but but let me, the reason why he runs really crisp routes and what Brady has done. This is a Wes Welker type. I I was going to say he's done. He's made Wes Welker into a guy. I mean, we personally Any chance Russell Gage has played lacrosse. If so, (laughs) I think he would be a much higher draft pick. We personally saw. Julian Edelman. Yeah. Uh, not not an imposing figure. Not someone you would think like not Tom Brady's gonna instantly trust this guy. Tactician though. Yeah. Right? And and Brady's all the quotes are like, we have to if we're gonna succeed this year, Russell has to have a big year. Like he 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 says that knowing he's going to, right? He's not gonna hang out this guy that sucks out to dry. If you Google Russell Gage Lacrosse, there is a person named Russell Sage who plays lacrosse. So anyway. Not a lacrosse player, unfortunately, but uh, I just think the the pure opportunity. And if when you're talking about drafting at 106, you're now you're you're not you're past your starters. This is a guy who's going to start for th- like if anything, Russell Gage is kind of a nice compliment. Let's say you you let's say you dabble with someone like a Kamara or someone who might miss games early in the season. Russell Gage is a lock to start for the first what what Godwin's going to miss at least a, a month and a half. So. I, I would imagine like it feels like he's gonna have a role in the offense the entire season, right? No, I, absolutely. Yeah, but yeah. what I'm saying is his role is gonna be huge from the get go. So let's say you take a Kamara in the third or fourth fourth round because you want to gamble on that, and you can then what take Gage later in the ninth and and fill that that starting role back out. Maybe it's a flex. I, again, I think he's in a he's in an offense that led the league in uh, pass rate over expectation. They led the league in almost every passing. And pace category and willingness to pass when they're up by 20 points, down by 20 points, in the red zone, whatever. It doesn't matter. So, yeah, I think Russell Gage is a smash. Oh, Sean, you haven't said it once. Smash. smash. Spot. Say, smash that subscribe button. Uh, my last receiver, d- a bit of a deep pull, but KJ Osborne, receiver 79, ADP 205. Uh, he was the number three receiver for the Vikings offense that was pretty run heavy. So, now you bring in new head coach Kevin uh, O'Connell, expected to run a ton. You know, coming from the Rams, where they run a ton of three uh, receiver yeah. stuff, uh, they they led the league in three receiver formations, eighty five percent of the snaps last season. So if he d- becomes an every down player, and if you project that maybe Thielen falls off slightly, uh, he could actually be a really nice pickup. Again, you know, someone in a managed league, you draft pretty late, but maybe he starts. Make it in your flex spot, depending. Um, he led the NFL last season in passer rating when he was targeted out of the slot, which is where I would expect him to play uh, the majority of the snaps here. So again, a third receiver in an offense, and I'm I'm starting to get more and more worried about this Vikings defense. Like Zimmer, as much as he was like a crotchety old guy, and like I. Uh, uh, Kirk Cousins sucks and whatever. This is a good conversation because I think they could be playing from behind again. Yeah. Tons of games in a dome. Uh, you know, Cousins not afraid to rack up some garbage yards. I, uh, I, I, he was not really on my radar till I started doing some research. 
He, I mean, it's also the the path of like he's an injury of way of being heavily involved in an oh offense God, that's yeah. that's gonna at a minimum, you know, Kirk Cousins is good for you know driving fast. You know, he might not <laughs> he might not finish the race, or he might not he might not uh you know he might get some penalties. But he, he I'll say this: so I was it, it's funny we we are pre- we're doing you know obviously we're in the midst of our team preview, Sean. Yes, and just listening uh, to some of the ways that uh, some of Kirk Cousins' rivals. Uh, beat beat reporters and people that cover the team spoke about him. No respect. No one has any respect for Kirk Cousins. Yeah, not a not but a he, ton of respect. But he can the sling the rock. Yeah, he'll 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 his numbers always look good, and you know he's not going to take you anywhere in the playoffs. Uh, shout out to Kyle, a uh, huge Vikings fan, mm. and his uh, his Winnipeg Blue Bombers uh, doing pretty good, six and zero in the CFL. <laughs> I messed it up uh, last episode. Oh come on, Sean. Right, you, you love the CFL here. Oh, hey, good news. Our buddy Dave is back. Oh man. Perfect. Uh, if you're running a little low on cash, we've all been there, you know? Uh, I mean, Hey, prices through the roof, gas, super expensive. You got, you got to go to a bunch of weddings, a little short on change. That's where Dave can suit. can really help you out. Dave is a banking app that can help you uh, get $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money to fill your tank by a wedding gift or just catch up on bills. I know there's been a couple of times uh, back in the day where I, especially if your car breaks down, it's like, Hey, you got to go to work. You got to drop the kids off. You need a vehicle. If you, if you don't have the cash to cover it, uh, you could be out of luck. And uh, Dave's great for that. You can tackle some expenses. I've been stressing you out without any hangups, no interest and no credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch, need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from future you. Download the Dave app now from the App Store right now. That's D A V E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com/legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve member FDIC. So we got tight end and flex left. I love how you include flex in this, Ryan. Really like it. Uh, we, we can skip it if you don't. Want no, to. it's it's fun. I got a good one in here. Uh, who's your tight end? Uh huh. Well, uh, <laughs> this is gonna come. This is gonna be a little strange too. No, it's not a New York Giant. Cole Komet. Hmm. Uh, and I think that, that piece of garbage. It's not gonna catch any touchdown he passes. Could, he could be a piece of garbage, but Jimmy Graham's not on the team. <laughs> oh, um, really? They, I'm a little worried. They did bring in superstar and to kill Harry. <laughs> Look, I, I think this is going to be a team that's going to want to run the ball a lot. I think, I think if they are doing a lot of re uh, RPO stuff, I, I think that the best, you know, toughest thing to defend an RPO could be a, a, a real good, you know, two way tight end like Cole Komet. And, you know, even if you talk yourself into Mooney being a guy, Cole Komet's still going to get a good amount of targets. And I've actually, if you, I don't know if the volume of targets is going to be a ton, but isn't there a world Cole Komet strangely can fit a profile where you can talk yourself into a, a like a 25 to 30% target share, which is crit, which is elite. Yeah. Uh, I just, I, I don't, you know, obviously I'm, I'm not as high as you on the quarterback's ability to actually deliver <laughs> the ball. Like I know the running thing, but he has to. For we're, Cole, we're doing some film study for, for it to work with with Cole. He's got to c- complete the math. So yeah, I, th- I think. Um, but I, I, you know, easy throws, tight end stuff, right? Uh, the the if you look at the way that uh, what's his name Getsy, I believe, is the offensive coordinator. He, I think he's going to work in. Um, you know, again, I I I don't I I wonder if the way they ran it in Green Bay was more about Aaron Rodgers being a little baby and having to run shit his way. Because <laughs> if you look at this offense, like a guy like Cole Komet is going to be used. Yeah, there's great option stuff, is great for seam stuff, ends. flat stuff. It's going to be there. So a lot of easy opportunities. And again, he's the tight end position's kind of stupidly gross. And I do I have been advising my clients to go premium. When possible, especially redraft. Yeah. Like I, I don't really want to be in a situation where I'm dumpster diving. Sure, you might find it's someone. It's fun. It's fun for DFS, but to your point, it, it's just gonna be tough because there's just like this top tier of quarter of tight ends. Honestly, if you don't get those top ones, you're you're better off streaming than just playing even a guy you kind of so like every week. I re- would just stream tight end. Yeah, real world application. We were doing our experts league, which was I think 15, 14 teams. 
And you know, it was, we had the 13th pick and if we don't take uh, Kelsey or Andrews with the, one of those first two picks, that's it. We're not seeing them. And so kind of, that's what we'll be doing. We'll be streaming. I don't think it's worth to your point that everyone else, it's like, it's a real major crap shoot. Who's your sleeper. My sleeper is Cade Otten who kind of got on the radar after Gronk retired. Although then you better hope Gronk's not listening. Right Camille uh, shout out to Camille um, oh. friends with Camille Gronk's girlfriend. Um, oh, wow. She says that she doesn't think he's going to retire. Okay. So I, again, you know, Kate Otten tight end 27 ADP 253 Gronk reached out to him saying, make those bucks proud this year. Young tight end. Oh, wow. uh, so maybe the passing of the torch Cameron Bright really clearly Real piece of trash. Oh, it just guy. hasn't done anything with Brady. Um, Otten, according to my sources, is seen as the number one tight end in the building. Another thing that really reminded me of Gronk, and I know it's, you know, hearsay to compare anyone to Gronk at the tight end position, but Cade is coming in. Uh, you know, he's a good pass catcher, but also a good and willing blocker. Like, if you're a, if you're a tight end and you're not a good blocker, you're not going to be on the field no. with Tom Brady. Tom Brady's not going to that why did Tom Brady love Gronk? Yeah, he caught everything, but also Gronk Gronk, li- Gronk liked the block <laughs> and he was a good blocker. That's why Belichick loved him. Yeah. Um Kate Otten, I'm already thinking of Kate Otten first touchdown bets because there is <laughs> Uh, he's going to be like 40 to one oh. uh, 50 to one. And it's going to be fun as hell. It's I'm rubbing my Against feet. I'm the like, Cowboys? I, I'm rubbing Kate your feet. Kate, <laughs> rub my feet together. I'm I'm excited to bet Kate Otten first touchdown week one against the Dallas Cowboys. That is happening. Let's pencil that in. I also we'll put some uh, company came across this uh, stat, his college dominator stat. Uh, when it comes to like target share top 8% all time, uh, it's just basically like how much do you dominate your target share at college? For reference, Cameron Brates was fifty eight percent lower. Like there's so just sometimes there's guys in college they get the ball all the time. Why? Because they're fucking good. Dog. It doesn't have to. It doesn't. Dog. It doesn't have to be Dog. anything more than that. I really like this uh, Kate Otten guy. And admittedly, not on my radar. Just with Gronk retirement, allegedly, uh, we gotta we gotta look at other options. Just dominant in his uh, twenty-eight catch, two hundred fifty yard, one touchdown performance last year. <laughs> uh, so I'm just reading off his stat line. Kate Otten, yeah, from Washington. Uh, <laughs> there was some issue last year. But. Yeah, no, I I mean, again, I get it. <clears throat> it's exciting. All right, flex. Yes. All right, again, I I almost maybe I cheated. I don't, I don't know. It's close, but I'm going to throw Juju out there because oh. he's going way too low. Okay. I mean, again, right. Kelsey's there and Kelsey's the top pick. Kelsey's always been a top pick. Hold on. Ugh. I'm getting a little choked up here, uh, but, but they, I mean, Tyree kill was supported in this offense and I know MVS has looked good, but man, don't you love the idea of Patrick Mahomes chucking it down to Juju and him running after the catch? Yeah. Major upgrading quarterback, obviously. Well, are we sure? Because <laughs> apparently two is better than no, uh, Patrick the, Mahomes. The, so I have to, <laughs> I have to adjust my rankings. I'd like to see Tyree Kill's rankings uh, if he has if he has two above Patrick Mahomes. And the chemistry. Now, something I will be watching closely is is Juju gonna be maybe too close to Jackson Mahomes mm. with the social media bullshit. TikTok. Yeah, there is. There were some concerns but, about that. I mean, again, this is the chiefs offense and base their first wide receiver is going off last year, going off in the first round, right? Tyreek Hill this year, going off 81st uh, wide receiver 34. That's yeah. just not, I mean it, it really, and you know, they have sky Moore. Um, you can almost draft them all. I did it the other day. No, I got I Juju. Like, I got MVS. I got Juju Kelsey in a weird way is the most proven commodity on that team. Uh, maybe he, yeah, maybe he does have a low a dot, but what if he ends up running most of the stuff that Tyreek Hill did around the, the line of scrimmage? I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't mind it at all. Uh, for my flex spot could be a dog too. deep pull here, mm. running back 51 rookie ADP one fifty four. Tyler Algier for the Atlanta oh. Falcons. I'm not like through the roof on the Falcons. I, I don't think they're going to win a ton of games, but I do think there's a case Algier could be the uh, he's already getting buzzed that they could be at like a bell cow workload. Whoa. And we don't know, 
you know, Arthur Smith brought in Marcus Mariota. So I think we're kind of implying or expecting the offense to kind of change. And I wouldn't be shocked if it's certainly a more run heavy approach for Atlanta. Uh, he can catch the ball and also get uh, most rush yards in BYU history in a single season. He tied for the most touchdowns in college uh, last year with 23 rushing touchdowns. There's a ton of question marks in the Atlanta offense. I mean, a yeah, sure. Kyle Pitts is going to get some work. Drake London, you would think, but who knows? After that, it's like and a guy like Algier uh, could could pop. And uh, like at ADP 154, running back 51. Again, these are deep sleepers, but. Last pick in your draft, I I think take a shot at this guy, one hundred percent. Yeah, you don't have to sell me. I'm I'm a Marcus Mario. I'm a proud Marcus Mariota shareholder. Yeah, you're probably in best you're, you're probably too deep on the Falcons. I uh, don't have a ton of Al- Algier. Is it Algier? Is that how you say it? That's how I would pronounce it, but maybe I'm wrong. It's like French almost. I mean, I, I agree, but I I wonder if it's going to be something way different than that. Can't wait to hear. I'll have to. I'll I'll <laughs> talk to some Atlanta beat reporters. That's it. All right, that's it. That's the team. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. Rate and review. Uh, toss us a nice little uh, rating and review. Take it's a screenshot, a uh, screenshot of you submitting it to Apple Podcasts. Someone just sent in a review, but they they just showed the stars. They didn't see what the review was. Mm. Uh, send in that review, and you got a good chance of winning free gear or other stuff. I mean, uh, got a nice coffee mug mm. here. There's uh there's a ton of new stuff popping up over at store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com and you can get it for free. Just submit a screenshot and uh, yeah, over on Apple podcasts and submit it on the um, app as well. Just hit the contest tab. Cannot miss it. And uh, check out all 32 NFL betting team previews. We're going team by team starting from the worst team uh, and then working our way up all the way to the Rams super bowl champs last year. So uh, if we haven't got to your team yet, we will. And uh, tons of great betting nuggets in there. And uh, one more time. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean Stacking the Money Green, and he's Ryan. Sean, uh, we just did it. Uh, sleepers, busts, everything's complete. Fantasy season, good luck. Kramer, let it ride.